0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
0: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. J-j-jumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: <laughs> Did you bring wine?
1: I got the glasses.
2: You guys, I made a quiz.
3: No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Hello and welcome to the official Broad Wasted podcast where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Klofsky, and this is Boo You know, like Boosheet for a ghost? I can't handle my booze. I guess I'm a skeleton. That's humorous. Should we squash it right now? Are you gourd? Well, we're going to have skelly fun and go baddie. It's fantastic. Watch your blind manners. But if you've got it, haunt it. That's a mummy rap. Joining us today the usual squad ghouls, including Kevin, Eyeball Candy Jager. Oh, I'll take that one. That's fine. <laughs> Kimberly, our Trick or Treat Yourself Game Master and unofficial babysitter for the hour.
2: I love a treat.
4: <laughs> and with us is a returning guest, Hair, Hands on a Hard Body, Catherine If You Can, On the Town, Candide, a chorus line, Scotland PA, Phantom, Quantico, and so much more. Let's give a big, broad to and welcome to Friend of the Show friend of the
3: show jay armstrong johnson <laughs> <laughs> y'all ready for this that is the first
1: time i've joined
2: in in that dance it was accidental and i apologize
3: well,
5: it was great though I, I this is a podcast so it's not a visual situation but you should have seen the dance everyone <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining us. We missed you. Oh, I've missed you too. I'm going to be the trick to Kimberly's Treat.
1: <laughs> uh
5: Before we get into anything, what are you drinking?
4: What are you um, drinking?
5: Well, I wish I was drinking alcohol, but I have a performance via Zoom for Mark Shaman and Quarantunes later, but I am drinking my favorite Waterloo flavor, which is watermelon. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um I will be getting a tiny bit drunk right before I sing but I can't do it too soon cuz it's still 3 hours before I have to sing a really hard fair. song. Totally <laughs> fair. Right. Yeah. Um, they're actually having me sing "Goodbye" from "Catch Me If You Can," which uh, I never oh, wow. actually, <laughs> which I never actually sung on stage, um, and it's a it's a hard one. So, so and, and they asked me to do it last night at like seven p.m. They're like, "So tonight, oh, wow. night, could you?" But it was Mark Shaman that asked, so I was not sure. going to say no. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
1: I'm busy, I'm busy.
5: Yeah, on my like Zoom sound check, like about an hour ago, Martin Short just hopped on for a second just to say, "Hey." <laughs> It was the weirdest. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh Oh Oh my gosh. Kevin, Uh, what
3: are you drinking? uh, I am (laughs) drinking a uh, Malbec that I had in the fridge. It's amazing. Beautiful. I love Malbec.
2: Mm. Kimberly? Cold Reds. Um, I also am not drinking alcohol because I do not have a performance later, but I do have a mountain of laundry (laughs) that I promised my husband I would help him with. And so I have iced coffee and water. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> Beautiful
2: <laughs> To keep me going to clean my home <laughs> <laughs> um, right.
4: I have uh, Brooklyn Oktoberfest Oh, delicious yeah. Oh,
2: yeah I like that bottle It's it cute, like right? A picnic blanket yeah.
4: yeah That is cute oh. Um, But, uh, <laughs> welcome uh, Let's, uh, we were talking before we started The last time at least Kevin and I saw you Or uh, talked with you was uh, after Scotland PA Yeah Right Right. Um, they
2: told me about it.
4: <laughs> we uh, we've talked about it on this podcast before. I think we actually talked about it in our year in review from 2019. We loved
5: it so much, uh, so much fun. You, you guys were the nicest after that show. You made me feel very good about myself that night.
4: <laughs> you were. <laughs> yeah, we got a kick. I don't. I don't think I'd ever. I know you're funny, like as a human being, but I don't know if I've ever seen you like played that specific of like a. a um, a comic relief character on stage with so much uh, uh, with so much like groundedness, it felt right. like yes you were in a you were part of the farce of it all, but like it was really funny and good, and you were delightful
5: thanks yeah. brian uh, yeah um what 's crazy is that. Um, I, I heard about Scotland PA mostly because Lonnie Price was directing it and I was like, oh, I want to work with Lonnie again. So I actually emailed Lonnie to be like, Hey, please see me for this show. I'd really like to be considered for the role of Mac. It's, you know, it's the Scottish play, like it would be super fun. Yeah. And so they saw me for the role of Mac and, um, they were like, that's not quite fitting. And then at my audition, they asked, they gave me sides for Banco. And so hmm. I initially went in for Mac and then... I read the sides for Banco, and I didn't want Banco. I was like, I wanted the lead so bad. And so, but then I ended up, so I was fully relaxed reading for Banco because I didn't care. And then I guess my delivery of it was like, oh, there he is. And so it was a gift given to me from Lonnie Price because I wanted the lead and he gave me the supporting character. And then it was my favorite, it was my favorite role I've ever had in my career. Wow. Yeah. Comes across that way because you look
4: like you were having a blast, and everyone looked like they were having a blast, but you especially, for sure.
5: Yeah, I mean, the Michael Mitnick wrote a really fantastic character. I mean, there wasn't mm-hmm. really much that changed in my character stuff from like workshops to performance, it was all the other characters around me. So, like, Banco was really a solid written character. So, I just got to put my fun, like, spin on it. Awesome. That's so much Brian fun. and Kevin,
2: weren't you there the day that someone had a new lyric sheet?
3: Yeah, yes. had a new like new lyrics for his like I want song. I think totally. And they said they were like, just so everyone knows he's going to be like reading it off a piece of paper. But he's a good actor, so like you won't be able to tell. But like just deal with it because it's a preview. Yeah, I mean those two lead actors, Ryan McCartan
5: and Taylor Ramon Jones, are mega heroes because their stuff was changing every single day throughout our whole like four or five week preview process and like we're talking like full lyric changes to full songs i mean going out there with paper i mean you're like nightmare actor scenario they had to live it for an entire four week preview process so i uh, kudos to them because they're two of the more talented humans i've ever
3: worked He with. did a really great job there was like literally one split second where like you saw the streak of panic and he looked <laughs> at the paper, but like, he found it, like, so you wouldn't be able to tell if you were just listening, but, yeah, like, right. knowing what to look for, it was just like, oh, there was this one moment of panic that he found it and kept going. Yeah. But even Kevin and I were saying
4: that he so seamlessly worked that piece of paper into the scene that, like, only until he had that that, mm-hmm. that, that second of panic did we realize that this was the scene that they were talking about in the pre-show speech. Uh- like, it was, it was kind of incredible.
5: Well, yeah. the way they were able to implement all, like, new lyrics into props was unbelievable because he has a piece of paper that he, like, doodles his ideas on. And so it's technically a prop in the show that they, like, wrote lyrics on. And then when Taylor had, like, lyric changes, I think she had, like, a clipboard because she's, like, one of the managers at the restaurant. Sure. So she had lyrics on her clipboard. So they, they were really – they were able to kind of implement them pretty smoothly.
4: <laughs> well, we really hope – we really, really hope to see um, – some iteration of it in the
5: future because yeah. it was a delight. Me too. We actually, when quarantine happened, I think two or three months into quarantine, we did a zoom reading of it. The, the writers went back to work. They re, they wrote a couple of new songs. Um, they changed the narratives a bit. Um, and so that they, they really do want there to be another iteration of it. I think the set that Ana Luisa's created, um, her drama, her drama desk nominated set is actually living in some theater space I think in St. Paul. Um, so they're, they're saving things and they're working on the script. So cool. fingers crossed that it you know, has another life. <laughs> well, we're, we're Gwansters over here. That's what okay. we call ourselves. Good. Adam Guan, I
4: love that man. Um, but let's, let's talk about what you're up to now a little bit. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about your October 29th drop?
5: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so back five, five years ago now, um, <clears throat> I did a 54 Below concert that I made into a live album. And when we dropped the album, it was in October. And I'm a Halloween stan. And so I decided to make my October album release party a Halloween party so all of my backup singers in my band all got just in Halloween costumes me I was Winifred Sanderson my backup singers were Mary and Sarah and Billy Butcherson so we just did a Hocus Pocus theme CD release party um, and since we had the costumes and the wigs we thought well let's make this a yearly thing so the next year it turned into more of like a Halloween centric cabaret and less like Jay's doing his album and Halloween costumes weirdness <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
5: and and then the year after that, we did it, uh, at Le Poisson Rouge. So we took the show from 54 Below downtown to the West Village at Le Poisson Rouge so that we could add more staging and more choreography. And we made it more of like a Halloween extravaganza, like big show, um, and then we did it again at Le Lipson Rouge, and in our fifth anniversary, I've been at, I've been trying to get Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS to come on board as our presenter and our benefactor. I love working with them. I do Broadway Bears almost every year, except for this year. Um, I do Broadway Backwards with them a lot. They're just they produce really incredible things for really great causes, and uh, it always feels warm and fuzzy to work on a Broadway Cares project, both mm-hmm. artistically and. Uh, and a uh, building of a community and hearts and <laughs> openness and love and all of that so I just I love Broadway Cares so much and I thought um since our my Halloween show was like getting it some attention in uh, the industry is like Broadway's go-to Halloween party I really wanted them to come on board and for us to have an annual show that is directly benefiting Broadway Cares so in January they decided to come on board which is really great because we've been trying for two years to get them to come on board. Um, And then COVID punched us in the face and I Mm. lost all hope Um, until one night I got a little broad-waisted and started (laughs) dreaming. um, And I called my co-producer Danny Marin of Con Limon Productions and I said, what? if we did a visual album this year and put it on the internet as a live stream. Um, so in phase four of New York reopening, they're allowing for television and film production. And so for the last month and a half, uh, really for the last like four or five months, we've been planning this for a while, but we, last month, we recorded 13 music videos, um, all COVID compliant, um, We're all wearing masks on set, except for the leading players who were lip syncing to their tracks. Everyone recorded their own music from our musicians to our vocalists. Everyone recorded from home. Um, And so we are in the process of editing together a film. Um, It's like Beyonce's Lemonade meets um, Disney Villain's. Uh, Halloween spooktacular, um, and it's going to be pretty epic. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
5: and um, you have some like uh, outrageous guests too. Outrageous, right? yeah. I mean, just to name a few: um, Eva Noblezada, two-time Tony nominee; uh, Will Swenson, Tony nominee; um, freaking. Robin Herter, Tony nominee. Yeah. Tony yeah. nominee.
3: <laughs>
5: um, we also have Todrick Hall, who's been a buddy of mine since I was a teenager, and he's producing his own video from L.A. Um, we've got Bob the Drag Queen, um, who came yes. in and, and shot a video for us, as well as Alexis Michelle of Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race wow. fame. Um, so it, it's, a, it's a crazy roster. Um, everyone that we asked to come on board to be a part of this ridiculous event Um, most people's just said yes I think a lot of us have been sitting stagnant and dormant and you're going to be blown away by the artistry um, from the hair to the makeup to the costumes to the camera work to the editing um, to the music design uh, and engineering I mean it's um, I am sitting here humbled and truly excited to share this ridiculousness with the world. (laughs) That's so cool. How do people get it? Um, So if you go to, I believe it's Broadway cares.org/spell on you or spell I should know this Why We'll I link we're going to link to it, it on Twitter this. and everything so like <laughs> just check the details <laughs> yeah, in this podcast episode. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. essentially we are embedding the Broadway Cares YouTube channel onto our own website that we've created cool. blackflamecandle.net Um, Very Hocus Pocus focused. Hocus Pocus focused. So that's that's where you'll be able to start watching um, the stream. Um, We launch it on October 29th. Um, which I think is, what, that's a Thursday? And then it's yeah. gonna, it'll live online for a few days. Um, we're still figuring out negotiations with SAG-AFTRA about how long it'll actually stay online, but we know it'll be online at least through Halloween. So you've got sure. four, 48 hours to watch the darn thing and hopefully longer. So those of you who are listening to this the day it
4: comes out, um, it'll be out in two days.
2: Oh! Very
5: be out in, oh no. wow. two days.
4: Two days however, from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, however, we're recording this a little before those two days.
2: Yes. Um, As we do. I'm, I'm very excited because I think I'm the only one of the three of us who has been to the show. Yeah, I've, last, I've never been Halloween. to one of your
5: shows. Oh, you were there last I year. Was
2: there and it was so much fun. Oh my God. I'm so, so, so excited.
5: I'm excited for you to see Robin Herder's piece translate from stage to film. Um...
2: That is what I am most excited for. I think that is why she is nominated for a Tony, um, because somebody else was in that room with me and was just like this woman.
5: She's unbelievable. Um,
2: my best friend Emily was your music director, right? And so I like watched that, and I went up to her afterwards like, "Who is that? Tell me everything." And now her and I will text each other when she's like doing cooking shows on Instagram. I <laughs> Like Robin is our secret best friend.
5: Oh, she's everyone's secret best friend. She has this magnetic energy. No one dislikes Robin Herter. There's just no way you can. She's one of the more unbelievable talents on this planet. I remember watching her go on for Roxy Hart in Chicago and... When I tell you that it was, like, the best female performance on a Broadway stage I've ever seen, I'm not over-exaggerating. I saw Sutton and Millie, you guys, and I'm telling
3: you.
5: (laughs) (laughs) She's unreal. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm excited for the world to see this right after her Tony Nom too and she sure. she actually text messaged me that this morning. She was That's like the so fact cool. that the world is going to see this after that is really exciting. Well, That's very cool. Like,
2: it was a song that as it was happening live like felt like a music video. So I feel like totally. it was probably going to translate so fun. Yeah.
4: Do you know what else feels like a music video?
3: Tuesday is in the Tuesday. corner with Kevin.
2: <laughs> Kevin's corner.
3: Welcome to Kevin's Corner, where today, um, today's Kevin's Corner is called, It's Nothing But a Jay Thing, Baby. <laughs> um, and so the way this is going to work is it's actually a quiz for Brian and Kimberly. Okay. Where it's, the answers are all just things that Jay has performed in professionally. And, You have five seconds after I give a clue, which is me trying to give a clue, not about what it is, but what it sounds like. So if you can't get it right in five seconds, Jay has a chance to guess. If Jay ends up having more points than you guys, Jay wins.
2: Does this Jay get to play?
3: (laughs) Hey, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So, uh, Brian, here's the first one. Uh, I used to yell this to my little brother or to my older brother a lot when we would play tag. On the town. No, Jay, do you have an answer? Catch me if you can. That's right. Oh, no! duh. Oh. <laughs> we were just talking about <laughs> it. Oh, yeah.
2: Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye.
4: You used to say goodbye. <laughs> duh, that's so stupid.
3: <laughs> uh, Kimberly.
2: Sure.
3: Um, if I cover myself in sugar and then bake myself, you could say that I just what? Became what?
2: Covered yourself in sugar and then baked yourself?
3: Yes, then I be I've become what?
2: Candied.
3: That's correct.
1: <laughs> what? Uh, uh, uh,
4: uh, Candied. <laughs> <laughs> You got it by accident.
2: <laughs> I was like, the only baking process that is, is to candy something. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin, for knowing my strengths.
3: You're welcome. Uh, Brian, next question. Um, I feel like this sounds like a James Taylor song. <laughs> That's it?
4: Uh Uh, is it, I'm going to go with on the town again. His hands on a hard body. Oh, no. <gasps> what? That was my second guess. It's
3: fire and air. <gasps> oh. Um, wow. You think fire and rain, right? You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Kimberly. Fire, fire and air. Oh, That's there's a nice there's poster. It. That's a beautiful poster.
5: It's a beautiful poster,
3: isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Kimberly. If a bartender fell in love with one of his uh, concoction makers, what would he call it? His what?
2: Concoction makers.
3: If a bartender fell in love with one of his liquids, what would he say to it? Uh, you're my. You're my blank blank.
2: You're my liquid love,
5: <laughs> Jay. You're my darling, Grenadine. There, it <laughs> <is>. oh,
2: it's <laughs> the now called Liquid Love.
3: <laughs> so we're tied two to two, right? Oh, no.
2: Well.
3: no, I only have, I don't think I got any of them.
2: No, so oh, it's well. two, on the town twice,
3: <laughs> it's two to one. Jay's winning. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> right? Oh,
4: oh! Kimberly and I are playing together against. The Jake. Team. Correct. Oh, I didn't understand.
3: Uh, okay. I don't know oh. one of those Mario Party games where it's like one person against the other people. Oh, okay. Can I help her or no? That she, it's her turn when. Correct. Her turn. Okay. Okay. but All still
2: right. an individual process. Correct.
3: Like baseball. Correct. Yeah. Like sure, but it's like. Um, <laughs> is it Brian's turn again? Yes. Yes. Okay. Brian. Um, if the boys who started a, uh industrial revolution had actually stopped and put their eyes to what they were selling. <laughs> librarians, would, librarians would say, oh, I'm so proud of those blank, blank. <clears throat>
2: Those reading boys. Oh, it's Brian's those,
3: those book boys? <laughs> no, Jay, do you know?
5: Will you repeat the question? <laughs> so,
3: if, if the boys who started a industrial revolution put their eyes to what they're trying to sell, Librarians would walk by and say, Oh, I'm so proud of those blank blank. I have zero clue. The answer is newsies reading. <laughs> <Heaven>. <laughs>
4: I don't think of Industrial Revolution when I think about Newsies.
3: Hey, well, we do something. Unions? Yeah, that's what I meant.
2: The Industrial Revolution was alive
3: and well when <laughs> Newsies happened. I, I meant, like, whatever. I don't whatever. Know. Whatever. Uh, look at these uh, Newsies reading. <laughs> uh Kimberly. Yeah. This is one of the words that they say in that really fun gay song in Evita where they're just listing all the things that are important about her, like, looking pretty. Hair. There it is. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Kimberly, I feel like you're in, like, a child's, like, car seat. Like, what is this chair? <laughs> this
2: is my gaming chair.
5: A gaming chair. That, look, that is, is like, fancy. It's
2: like a car seat
5: it <laughs> does. I'm glad you're safe
3: <laughs>
2: wrapped in for this conversation
3: Brian sure we have yearly holiday brunch with his co-star from this Broadway show
4: Phantom of the Opera
3: there it is Who do but they weren't in sure. it together
4: Megan you know, it
3: just worked oh, okay. oh great
4: and Candide is another answer. That is true.
3: Oh, but we already did that one. Right. right. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, and then the final question goes to Kimberly. Me. Hey. Where I will probably find my next boyfriend.
2: On the town.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to give you a half point because that's a great answer, but it's not what I thought. Jay, do you know what I thought?
5: No, no, I was going to say on the town. I'm trying to like go through my resume right now, and I'm having a hard time.
4: A chorus line?
5: Correct.
4: Truly <laughs> <laughs> really two great answers. Great really answers. Like,
3: oh <laughs> and it looks like with those answers that Brian and Kimberly just eked out to make it through Kevin's Corner... But oh. we're going to say that uh, Jay wins. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
2: <sighs>
5: that was fun. Do
2: you...
1: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Do you have any... I know we talked about your show, but growing up, did
4: you have any Halloween traditions that your family did or that you continue on that you
5: have now aside from your show? Do you know what's really weird is that I went to like the circus when I think I was like three or four years old with my father and I got like a weirdly obsessed with clowns. And so since that time, I was, I was a clown for like five or six years in a row, like from, from like age five to like age 11, I was a clown for Halloween. Of course, when I got to age 11, I was like a bloody scary clown, but I was like still a clown nonetheless. So that was a tradition that like I took on myself (laughs) at a a very young age. What'd you say?
2: bloody clown? Like was it always the same makeup?
5: It kind of was. It was very like Ronald McDonald-esque, you know, like very like child's like birthday party creepy clown. Um, but yeah, the, I had a weird thing about clowns. Loved them.
3: Loved what is them. your when you would go trick or treating? What is like the ultimate
1: yes
3: when you get that candy from somebody's house?
5: Um, like it was like one of like the king size Snickers bars. Like the like rich the rich part of town. We would go. Yeah, to sure. yeah we would go to those houses and they gave out full on candy bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that totally. I can see the house in my mind's eye. <laughs> Wait,
4: I mean, Kevin we're and Kimberly—the
2: house we know is the good house. Like
5: I know, candy. totally. What were your,
4: your two? What were your two
2: favorite candy?
4: Yeah, what was it like gotcha candy bar when you went no. to the houses?
2: Like a, a Re- like a Reese's? That's both of them, not just an individual Reese's.
4: Yeah, that's my two. When you get the
2: two pack, full size Kit Kats.
3: Mm. I was going to say, like, my favorite thing ever is the Reese's that are, like, shaped like a holiday thing. A oh, pumpkin. sure. So, like, the pumpkins the pumpkin. are, like, epic.
2: Did that exist when we were kids, though?
3: I don't remember that as kids.
2: I don't either. No. But the egg and the pumpkin are the best.
3: The egg the and the Christmas tree. And the the Christmas ever. tree is oh, good.
5: yeah, the Christmas
2: tree, too. Also good. I have a question uh, about your Halloween candy. Because I said this to someone once, and it was not the case for everyone. Like, you got to eat, like, one or two that night, and then they all went in a bucket, and then you got a piece of candy with your lunch every day for, like, six months.
5: Oh, this is very... We We had a version of that.
4: It wasn't as, like, nailed down as Gail seemed to have it, but, like, we definitely had, like, a version of that. Like, we could eat, like, a certain amount that night and then all of our candy i don't I have to ask erica but we, either they all went to bucket or a separate bucket i don't remember but we definitely like had rationing of it we couldn't just like go crazy oh, see, on it
2: see it was my favorite family... popcorn like caramel corn bucket
4: those 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 like plastic um
2: yeah, from
4: the yeah we had, we had plastic uh jack-o-lanterns
3: oh no see we had like i was the third of four in my family so when we finished going uh trick or treating all four of us would sit in a giant circle and dump everything we had in front of us and Mm. then for like at least two hours there were negotiations of what you were trading to like get the ultimate loot for you and like everyone knew like kevin loves chocolate peanut butter so we can get his hard candy because he hates that so let's see what we can get out of like so it was was like we would do that and then my parents had this rule that once we were done with our like thing that my parents just sat and laughed and watched us do this and once we were done my parents got to go and take two things out of everybody's bucket and that was what they were eating that night oh. and I then they it. were like then they were like y'all can do whatever you want now but it was like we like guarded it with our lives it was in our specific bucket you like took it to your bed and, like put it under your bed but, like we were very protective
2: I four of you that makes sense just me and my sister were like this is our candy
5: there. I remember the sorting process being oh, yeah. very intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, uh, Tootsie Rolls. I hated Tootsie Rolls. I always got so many Tootsie Rolls. I don't wow. know why. I don't enjoy the flavor of Tootsie Rolls. Or something that uh, I always yeah. got too many.
3: Did but- you guys all have the house in your neighborhood that like opened their garage and like had like like candied apples and like
1: no?
5: We were
4: Florida's
1: a talking- weird
5: place, dude. Well, yeah, and we were. I remember being scared as a kid, and like, n- you don't get candy that is not f- in individual wrappers. You accept no candied apples. You accept yep. no food that's not like in. Like it was, it was a really weird thing.
2: I knew all of my neighbors, so I trusted them to give me food.
3: Sure, 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 sure. Um, that was, we cool. it was weird too, because we were like, the school says we shouldn't take the candy apples. My mom was like. She's the eighty-seven-year-old woman who lives next door. Like, yeah, she's a witch. That's the reason
4: why you shouldn't.
3: <laughs> Hello. And my mom's like, be nice to her, eat her candy apple. I'm like, I don't even like candy apples. It's like, I feel like I made your costume like, candy apples.
2: That's so like I made these treats myself. They took a long time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating. You can that. send them to me. I'll eat them all. Okay.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Anytime. Um,
4: well, here's so here's the question. I'm assuming that Kimberly, Kimberly and I, having grown up in New Jersey, had a little bit more trouble on Halloween and with costumes because it was cold versus yeah. Texas and Florida. So, like, did, did, Kimberly, did you ever plan your costume base and you'd have to wear, like, layers? Or would you just get upset when your mom made you put on a jacket? And then I want to talk um, about a warm Halloween.
2: I think... That there it was both. So I think when you're little, you don't understand that it's gonna be cold and you don't really know how cold it's going to be in New Jersey until like the day of Halloween, and it's like it's too cold to wear your jasmine costume. And so here can really put this white hooded sweatshirt underneath your jasmine costume, which includes a like skin tone belly portion. <laughs> <so> you're <laughs> gonna look really good in kindergarten <laughs> this sure. year. Uh, so that is my main scar tissue of Halloween is I that get it. Year.
4: Yeah. No <laughs> one wants to yeah. see a Ninja Turtle with a jacket on.
2: Yeah. And so then, yes, I think I would plan something <laughs> that I could put on top of whatever was cold. And then it got to a point in high school where I was just like, we are only going outside for like 45 minutes, mother. I will be fine.
4: <laughs> sure. Sure. So let's talk about warm weather or warm ish, yes. weather. Um, Texas and um, Florida, like,
2: Was
4: the world your oyster? uh, Yeah, or did you miss the, like, watching movies and things like that?
5: Did you you wish you had a fall more like the fall you saw in movies? I guess I didn't really understand. I mean, it was just, like, me living my life. Halloween was my favorite. Like, who gives a damn if it doesn't look like Hocus Pocus? At least I'm Mm -hmm. getting the candy. I'm being this clown. I'm living my dreams. So I guess I didn't really think too intensely about it when i moved to new york my freshman year of college it slapped me across the face because i thought i would be like slutty tinker boy i was tinkerbell as a dude and i like wore nothing but like little booty short shorts and like a tie and it was the coldest (laughs) so it was a rude awakening moving to the northeast when i had been so used to flouncing around texas
2: Um, i just found the picture of me in my hoodie, but I feel like you can't see it.
4: Yeah, that's tough.
2: However, my sister um, found.
4: You'll have to post it on Instagram. I think if it you is have on it on my already.
2: Instagram, I don't know. Oh, oh.
4: Well, J. <laughs> jay did you have problems with your clown makeup sweating it off was that a problem
5: in texas yeah i feel like it was totally a problem because we didn't buy like ben nye you know what i mean like we were buying like the walmart like plastic container oh my god and my dad did it you know we weren't looking to like buy the most expensive things. so yeah that no. sh- sweat off real easy that's
3: actually what i was going to say is like my like my sister uh has two kids, a six-year-old and an eight-year-old. Huh. And the eight-year-old said he doesn't want to dress up for Halloween this year. Cause all he does is just walk around sweating, asking people for candy and he feels pathetic. And my sister was like, how do I fix this? He's only eight. We're not supposed to be doing this yet. And I was like, I get it though. Cause like you had to be like smart in Florida about what possible you were. Cause like if you bundled up or had too much on, it just was too hot and muggy. Sometimes, yeah, like miserable. a lot of times, people are like, like there were like a year or two where I was like a bag of jelly beans, and I just wear shorts it, and an my undershirt, was once. shirts and an undershirt, and then you just wear like a trash bag, but you fill it with like small, like blown Ooh. up, like colored balloons and your bag of jelly beans. So then, like your legs are exposed, your arms are exposed. So it's like it's almost like you're wearing like a lady's bathing suit with like a dress. so like it's like nice and cool it's like you definitely think about that but i did the same thing my first when i first moved to new york city i went with somebody as a a, a mice and men. i was lenny and my friend who was much smaller was uh, george and i like i wore just overalls with no shirt and then i had like a a rabbit that i had like drawn red marker on so i'd like kill the rabbit george and like we went to a bar and i literally like it was like a busy night so we had to stand outside the bar for a bit before we got in and i was like Freeze. this is terrible like <laughs> what, yeah. what are you doing <laughs> but then but then
5: there are some halloweens i've had in new york where it's like Hot. Like, you really yeah. never know what you're going to get. Like, one Halloween, it snowed. One Halloween, one. Yeah. One <laughs> Halloween, it was literally 85 degrees. So, like, you really never know what you're going to get. You can't really
3: plan for it here up I, in the Northeast. So, when I, when I was very little, I lived in Cleveland, Ohio. So, there were a few years that I remember where, like, we did have cold Halloweens. Oh. And one year, it, like, torrentially snowed. And that was the year I was being the fans for the opera. And I was so upset that I had this whole costume and I couldn't wear it. And I basically, my dad had take like a golf, like a a, a, a hockey basement, like goalie mask and like um. cut it so that it was phantom. Nice. And then he was just like, so basically I was just wearing a giant coat and I just had that mask on. And I, I complained until they let me have the cape part of the costume over my winter coat. <laughs> hey,
5: you got to make do with what you got. You do yeah. what you got to do. Um,
2: brand, did you have one a coat a coat halloween
4: i mean all of my coat like like um once i went I as for drag boys
2: it's harder because you can't like layer a turtleneck under your princess dress
4: yeah once oh. i went um uh yeah i mean w- like oh, as could. i got as i got older i definitely wore like hoodies or long sleeves under things um but i, I think i was the riddler one year my mom and me put on my charlotte hornets jacket like you know the the starter jacket stuff so um, I think that's a big one there because I was like in this onesie being the Riddler. Yeah, one year, one year, part of my coat, part of my costume was a reversible coat so I can go back to houses twice. I had two masks and a reversible coat.
2: You were one of those assholes.
4: Just one year, just one year. It didn't go that well and it got really cold, so I bailed. Like the, the thing is, it's not even about getting double the candy, it's about doing half the work. So you don't have to spend all night out, you just go to half the houses. That's true. Twice. when was your
2: last trick-or-treat? Like how old were you when you stopped?
5: I, I don't know. I ha- I mean, it was probably but bo- when I got my driver's license, I probably stopped because then I was probably just going to like Halloween house parties and saying F- no! <laughs>
1: yeah.
5: candy." let's drink beer."
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know um, so. I think I think I stopped at like 13 or so, maybe 14, oh, that's like. Early. I, Yeah, I think I stopped early.
2: You're also tall, so I feel like people probably were like, you're a teenager, get out of here.
3: Yeah, it kind of, it kicked in quick. Plus, like, around that age was when, like, friends of mine were starting to just drive golf carts through our neighborhood. (laughs) So, like, we would all just get on the golf cart and, like, run mayhem through, like, the gated community we lived in. (sighs) I miss those days. I, too, had a golf cart. It was peri- it was a periwinkle
5: golf cart. We lived right on the golf course at Lake Country Country Clip. I mean, it was so southern and so ridiculous and so very white. Um, but my sister drove the golf cart into the pond, and there it went. So, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> uh, well,
4: well, on that note, should we play a game, Kimberly?
5: Yes.
2: Wow. Um, I have a game, but I think... Maybe we need an extra person to play it.
4: Oh, sh- right, do we you- do.
2: Oh. <gasps> 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 <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I want to meet Emily Marshall. <gasps>
0: hello. Oh I, was, I was surprised.
5: I was not expecting Miss Emily no. Marshall. No. Okay.
0: I just came to say hello. <laughs> to see yeah, all I my friends. Yeah. play a game.
5: And play a game.
0: Oh, goodness. I was going to ask you what... The, okay. You look not know. the way. Oh, thanks. I'm meeting, at my childhood... I seen my friend in a while, so I would like I'm, her
1: to join.
0: I'm at my childhood bedroom.
5: That's fun. Ooh. And yeah, that's
0: that's a map of all the places I've been.
5: Very <laughs> so cute. Well, and just think of the places you'll go, Emily Marshall. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> someday.
0: Someday, <laughs> someday, you know. <laughs> um, Emily, already
2: all swooned over Robin Herder. And I Um, talked about how we text each other about her Instagrams.
0: I was literally just watching hers about Hudson because he was dancing in her shoes. Oh. And then he fell over and I just watched it like three times. I'm not going to lie. Like literally right before. The-
1: <laughs> yeah. I think that
5: kid's a genius and he might take I over the I world.
0: So, I think so too. I think he can do anything. He can. And he's also adorable.
5: Yeah. He plays, he plays hockey. He dances like no one's watching. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, he's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Which I mean, like, I'm not surprised it's Robin's kid. Who, she can do anything. So
5: also, Clyde as well. Clyde is also one of yeah. my favorite humans on the face of the planet. So the fact that the two of those people made a hu- little human together. Made is a just,
0: little human. That's really yep. an
5: embarrassment of riches.
0: <laughs> <laughs> embarrassment to all the other little humans. You know? <laughs> Sorry, so what's
5: Kim. Our, what's our game today,
4: Kimberly? <laughs> Thank
2: you for joining us. Um, well. Today we have a game called Spooky Scary Musical.
3: Ooh. And
2: I have... Okay. um a deck full of just the show cards from Lights of Broadway show cards. And then I also have a list of like common movie monsters. And so a la Pride and Prejudice and Zombies,
1: you will get a chance to make
2: a musical from the deck and also a movie monster. And tell me how you would make a Halloween adaptation of that show.
0: Cool. (laughs) Well, that's not anything like what we've
2: done. (laughs) 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 I thought maybe you'd be good at it. I don't know. Please. Will you explain
5: the rules one more time? I was slightly not listening.
2: Sure. You'll pick a musical from the show card deck and uh-huh. a monster from my list of monsters. And then you have to combine them to make a Halloween version of that show.
5: Oh, bring it on. This is going to be yeah, so yeah, yeah. fun.
2: <laughs> uh, Kevin, do you want to go first?
5: Sure. Yeah.
2: Okay. You just have to say "say when" because you can't reach through the screen and grab a card. <laughs> I was
0: wondering how that worked.
2: <laughs> okay, say when.
3: Uh, when. Okay.
2: My Fair Lady.
3: Ooh. Perfect. Yes. And then
2: a number one through five.
3: Uh, four.
2: Four. One, two, three. Werewolves. Okay. In the musical. My Fair Lady and Werewolves.
3: Okay, so uh, Eliza, the whole musical is the same until Eliza sings about how she could have danced all night. And then she's like, you know what? I am going to dance all night. And so she goes outside, and it's a full moon, and that's when the old lady who's always helping her turns into this giant, scary-ass werewolf. And then she's, like, fighting her, and they have this, like, giant fight, and she has to, like, fight, like, a lady, though, so she's, like, being, like, courteous in her fight, Um, but she, like, takes her giant hat and just, like, beats the hell out of her, and then goes back into the house and, like and like, she's like literally like like kind of bloodied and like beaten up and then like that like heinous doctor is like Eliza where are my slippers and she's like
1: ooh
3: hey, and that's the end of it
5: so <laughs> Eliza beats the werewolf wow that's a badass bitch yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah
0: but like very ladylike while well, she's doing it very yeah. yeah
3: like she apologizes and like she like warns her that like it's coming before she hits her like it's this whole thing <laughs>
0: But then there's
5: one moment where she loses her no. shit and she like goes back into her Cockney accent but then <laughs> right. he comes out and he's like, Liza.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, Brian. Sure. You ready? Say when. When? Lecage au And? A number one through four.
4: Oh, right. Uh, what did Kevin say again? I forget.
2: He said four but I just cut out now there's only four choices, so a number one. Oh,
4: three. oh! I'm still gonna go with three.
2: With three witches.
4: Oh, La Caja Faux and witches.
3: Yes. Um, <laughs> uh,
4: I think that. Uh, okay, so I think that uh, it's witches. Pretty, it's pretty <laughs> much the same, but with witches. No, uh, um, I I do think that so he's afraid to bring his fiance to the house. Um, and uh, oh, I can go two ways with this. Okay. So, okay. So he's afraid to bring his fiance to uh, the house to meet the family, uh, George and Albin, um, like d- d- totally terrified, you know, and, and we go through the same, you know, empathizing emotions as an audience member that ha- but what we don't really know is that, along with being like conservatives her parents um they're also w- w- witches so we <coughs> so um, Wait, they, conservative witches yeah yeah 100% well no they, they 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 <laughs> she disguises the fact that they are they're witches with the fact that they're conservatives that's her that's her, her like that's her story why she doesn't want to to meet them and they come over and it's just like They're like witches, not even like not even like the witches, witches where they have to like pull off their skins up. They just like come in as like full Halloween costume, like Sanderson's sister witches. Um, And it's like it's like and they actually all get to there's actually I've removed all drama. They all they all get together really well um and everyone's happy and it teaches you that like it doesn't matter who you are you know you can break bread and everything will be great you know some pentagrams some drag shows and you're and you got you're in
3: you're in for a good night (laughs) just don't eat the candied apples (laughs) if i if i could count on my hands how many times i've seen pentagrams and drag shows
2: (laughs) (laughs) hey would you like a turn
3: I would love a turn.
2: Okay, say when. It
3: explains the West Village. (laughs) (laughs) When
2: On your feet. Get on your feet. And then a number one through three. One. Zombies.
5: (laughs) I saw on your feet literally once. um, And I was drunk. I was broad-waisted.
2: Perfect. Did Did
5: you get on your feet? I, by the end of it, you know I was. Yeah. I mean, that's Gloria <laughs> stuff on music.
2: <laughs>
5: As you know, here on Broadway, so we are pro-Mega Mixes. And so here, uh, what I do remember very distinctly is in the middle of the show, there's this huge soundscape where Gloria gets into a car wreck. And so this is the moment. Great. It's it's the moment. The car wreck happens and, like, zombie apocalypse. So for the rest of the show, for no fun. Hello reason whatsoever every <laughs> single person on stage is a zombie and they do the rest of the show and no one even pays attention to the fact that there are zombies but damn it's brilliant <laughs> and then the That's
0: megamix is disgusting. everyone as the zombie correct, correct. oh yeah zombie megamix zombie.
3: can you imagine if they kept the book the exact same but they just everyone saw a zombie comes <laughs> on stage and as she continues to speak she just like murders a zombie <laughs> <laughs>
0: And don't acknowledge
3: it. Don't, <laughs> don't even acknowledge it. Nope. It's
0: just—it's
4: the subtext. <laughs> I imagine—I imagine what's it called—the con- conga song is just like like they someone moves too quickly and like an arm pops off and it's still like holding <laughs> onto their shoulder.
3: <laughs> I was going to yes. say like Emily, can you imagine like music directing this show and like just like blood splattering into the?
0: <laughs> I feel like we gotta keep going. We gotta keep
1: going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hazard pay. Oh my god!
3: All right, Love
0: Emily,
2: it. would you like a turn?
0: Yeah, I'm scared because I'm not good at musicals. But yes, I know.
2: <laughs> yeah, clearly.
0: I'll pick you a good one. What? When? I even stuttered at that. <laughs> I'll pick you a good one. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, great. I love. Um, I've I've known Kimberly for a long time. She knows that I don't know all the yeah, musicals.
2: I just. I... <laughs> Just casually didn't give you war paint. So you're welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We, we, I don't know. We wouldn't have gone in direction.
3: I would have loved to hear what Emily thought war paint was about, though.
0: We, I know it's two people in it. Great. Perfect. Primarily. Well, now
2: you have Oklahoma and then a number one or two. Two. Alien robots. Oh, How might that come into Oklahoma?
1: It's the revival.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that killed Brian.
0: I think think the whole Uh. thing should take place with alien robots. Yeah, it should just be like a futuristic, like very futuristic. Maybe it takes place on the moon, too. Okay. And there's an Oklahoma on the moon. A yes. New Oklahoma, the new
2: territory,
0: a new the new Oklahoma that's taking place on the moon. When um, the
2: and is a state.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're like founding this new moon Oklahoma. Um, and I think they should try and I, I think again they should try and stick with as much of the original as they can with kind of not delving too far into the fact that it's all taking place on the moon with um, alien robots.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, Oklahoma moon.
0: Oklahoma
3: moon.
4: yeah, Oklahoma moon, where there's no wave, there's no wind rolling down the plains.
0: <laughs> Waving weed does not smell. Sweet. Only, only slight lyrical changes. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I think that. I think that's really all you need.
4: Yeah, the oh, sort of dark side.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all, all the moon references though. Right. right. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It just becomes moon puns. <laughs>
0: Just fun. I mean, I, love that, I don't so. I don't even know why I brought the moon into it but the moon's there.
2: I like the right. a little Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Okay, someone say when for me and then I'll round us out. When? Okay. A little night music. Ooh. And vampires.
3: Ooh. Oh. Uh-huh. That's perfect.
2: So it is <laughs> revealed during a weekend in the country what kind of home they are going to. <laughs>
4: amazing, amazing. And it is
2: just like a vampire romp the rest of the time. Um, the Miller's son is just a combination of how she um, turns all of her lovers into vampires.
4: Oh! <laughs> um, Wait, Kimberly, Send this could the- actually work. Like, I actually do this. Love is this. legit.
2: Send in the Clowns is like they are fighting because he does not want to turn but she is like queen vampire. She's like 300 wow. years old. She has been traveling nice. the theatrical circuit her whole life. The little girl is a la, um, dance, what is it called?
3: Dance with vampires? Interview? Dance
2: with interview. interview with the
3: vampires. Yeah, I'm like Kristen like, like, well, does.
2: <laughs> What's her name, um, Claudia? A la interview with the, yeah.
3: Claudia, yeah.
2: So the daughter is also like 300 years old. That's they great. were both turned. And then the mother, like the grandmother, um, not a vampire, very adamant that she did not want to turn. And so that is why she is sort of reminiscing about her youth. Um, This is so good. And then the clowns is like their fight about whether or not to turn. And then at the end, she sends in her clowns, which are all of her baby vampires, and they come in and they turn him into a vampire.
5: Amazing okay write this now
2: actually that sounds great <laughs> <laughs> mostly for the costuming yes yeah. like imagine yeah. the awesome vampires heck yeah yeah done okay
3: great good game spooky scary oh. musical
2: yes catherine
3: jones can totally yeah. be in the vampire version too
2: absolutely yeah
4: with her cut. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. She's definitely a vampire um
4: absolutely. so Emily, oh we, no. we talked a little bit about the um, uh, the drop uh, on the 29th, but from your perspective oh as the music director on this piece, like what could people expect? Like what was it like to kind of, oh or gosh. what is it like putting it together?
0: Well, we've been working on it for a little while, as in a few months, multiple months. I, it was like yeah, the beginning we of summer weekend. when we were first. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, the beginning of summer when we were first chatting about it at all um and i think what you should expect is really not to have any idea what to expect Mm. because like there's every style of music there is um there's little like tweaks within the songs that you don't see coming or that you don't expect this villain to be singing the song for then it makes sense why they do and in our wonderful halloween world anyways um, that we have created, um, and and it's it's filled with so much music and so many fun storylines. Like the the show itself, um, has always been so fun, but this just has a whole new a whole new flair to it. I think because we we had both more elements at our disposal and less, mm. um, in a lot of ways because we don't. It's not the same as performing for an audience live, of course, but also like musically we could do so many more fun things with like the pre-recording and at home and everything um so we got to like tweak and play more than we got to necessarily when we had like a day of rehearsal before and then go do a show so so it's it's come out really cool and we're we're very happy with awesome all the ends of it, and especially musically, because that's the thing I've been working on. I know yeah,
5: you guys. The music department on this thing, head by Emily Marshall and Will Van Dyke, is uh, the work that they've done is unbelievable. You, you can't believe that like each instrumentalist recorded their own parts from home. First of all, and each backup vocalist recorded their parts from home, and most mm-hmm. of our lead vocalists recorded their parts from home. I think we got some studio time for like maybe five or six of our leads. But mm-hmm. it, when you actually hear this, you're going to be like, how did they socially distance record this thing? How do they take all of these parts recording on all of these different devices and turn it into like this genius sound? I mean, it really is. Super
0: it, it really was like a puzzle putting it all together too, because you'll that's get awesome. like this element and like in different orders and like, okay. And not necessarily know how it's all going to come together, but then, but then that's, what's so cool about it too is like, watching and listening and hearing it all actually get there.
4: That's awesome. Um, Well, that comes out um, October 29th. So Thursday, October 29th. You can check that out on blackflamecandle.net and benefiting uh, Broadway um, Equity Fights AIDS. um, uh, Why can't I think of... Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. Wow, my brain. (laughs) Um, But uh, that brings us to the end of our episode um jay thanks so much for hanging out with us emily thanks for joining us um again that was blackflamecandle.net where you can check that out on october 29th um uh you can uh well it's also that link is also going to be in this description of the episode so you can check it out there of course you can follow jay um or any of us on um um, social media to get more information about where you can find it. Um, us at, at Broad Wasted on all social media. Uh,
5: you can search for J.A.M.S. Johnson on those as well. What's your actual handle? J-A-Y underscore A underscore Johnson. Right. <laughs> really um, annoying.
4: So follow in there.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, and
4: uh, Emily, where can people find you and your work?
0: Um, You can find me on Instagram too. I'm E-Marshall, M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L M-A-R-S-S-H-A-L-L underscore 23.
4: Cool, um, but yeah, check that out. Um, again, you can find us um, uh, where you can get podcasts. That's uh, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Apple Podcasts. There we go. Rate and review us there by oh stars, God, please. please. Thank you. Um, uh, we end every episode with a quote, no and we I'm, pulling, don't. I'm pulling one out from our first year. Black cat, black cat. What do you think of that, scat? <laughs> What is that from? That's from uh, my elementary school music class.
2: Oh. <laughs> how, do you, how does it go if you were to sing it?
4: Black cat, black cat, what do you think
3: of that? Scat. It's a classic. Wait, your teacher had a bunch of children screaming scat at her? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> then did you scat?
5: Yeah,
4: Um, but thank you all so much for. There's more. There's more song to that. I think I don't remember it, but I remember that. Um, It's a
0: very short song.
4: Yeah, very short. (laughs) That's my 16 bar cut. Anytime I go, my eight bar cut. Whenever I go audition. Um, But thank you all for joining us. Um, We uh, we always raise a glass. So happy Halloween. Um, congratulations on a, something that's awesome is going to drop. Um, and everybody, check
5: it out again October 29th, blackflamecandle.net. It will live on the internet for a few days after that. So if you can't make it on the 29th, you can see it on the 30th or the 31st and possibly beyond that as well.
3: Cheers. Cheers.
5: Cheers. Cheers.